You're listening to the American Girl Podcast Network. Welcome to the Smart Girls Podcast, everybody. I'm Shay. And I'm Jess. And today we are talking about crushes. crushes. (laughs) So Crushes is a super popular book, uh, the Smart Girls Guidebooks. And I would say it's popular because it really does address a lot of things that we feel growing up, dating, rejection, and other stuff. And all the things we're really curious about. Yes, that we're curious about. And I think our hope in having this conversation is we get to define what crushes are Mm -hmm. and explore, you know, how to handle them and make sure that people who are like navigating this moment are feeling supported. Jess, I want to dive right into it and ask you, what is a crush? Very good question, Shay. (laughs) Okay, so I would define a crush as a feeling that you get about somebody that can make you feel a lot of different emotions. It can make you feel excited. You could have a crush on their talent. You could have a crush on their kindness. But you it's a special feeling. I think a crush yeah. is, an, is a sign mm. of you liking something at a really like big level. Um, and, and that can come up at all different times and all different places. Yeah, totally. I think for me, the ways that I can tell I have a crush yeah. on someone is I get a little bit nervous yes. when I'm around them and I'm still like I get all the nerves little butterflies little butterflies yep. for sure I was gonna say that and um I kind of I can't get my mind off of them I just mm. always want to be talking to them always want to be hanging out with them and I find a way to bring up their name in nearly every single conversation <laughs> that is like a massive one where I'm like oh my god I think I might have a crush See, on them this is why crushes are actually exciting because yeah. it does stimulate a little bit of like a fantasy right mm-hmm. we might imagine what it would be like if they we were a lot yeah we yeah. Daydream a lot about that person. We like to be around that person or we imagine we would want to be around that Mm -hmm. person. So actually, that's a great point, Jay. Sometimes our crushes could be on people we really know and sometimes they could be on strangers and people we don't really know. But I always think it's about what it brings up in you. Figuring out what you like and how it goes so much deeper than just what somebody looks like. I think figuring out what you like in terms of personality is a massive one. I do too. So my first crush was in... I would say fifth grade. I remember sort of like liking and chasing boys in the playground when I was in third grade. But I do think in fifth grade, I had this crush on a boy named Ryan. And when I think back on why did I like Ryan, it was because he was the class clown and he was mm. silly, but his humor was never mean. He was just like a silly yeah, kid. Yeah. Lighthearted humor. Lighthearted mm-hmm. humor. Very witty, actually. Mm. And I can now look back on that and say, oh my gosh, like... I now know that's a big, important attribute for me. You know, my husband is very witty and Mm. funny in that way. Like, I now know that, like, that was an attribute that mattered to me. And that's, like, something that I care about. He was also very kind. So it was a way now, like, when I had this crush on Ryan, it was, like, in fifth grade, I don't think I had the guts to tell him. In fact, I don't (laughs) think I did. I just wanted him to be my square dance partner in PE. (laughs) So I pined for him and I daydreamed about him. But now if I look back, I think he kind of like is an example of the type of person I ended up really liking in my life. Yeah, and I want to say, I think it's also an example of who you are. They reflect what we like, but Mm. also who we are. What are your crushes reflecting for you, do you think? I think I've always just really liked kind-hearted people. That would Every make single sense crush I've you. had, if I yep. look back on them, they are very kind, um, sensitive people, very, like, just 
emotional. I, I don't yeah. ever like people that kind of have a wall up because I feel like then I can't connect with them. So kind, yeah. emotional. I think funny too. I love yep. to laugh when I'm with people. Those are really, really important ones See, for you're me. right. They are a good reflection because I would describe <laughs> you in that way. You're very <laughs> open, you. very emotional, very kind. <laughs> I wanted to ask you something that you said earlier. It made me think of mm-hmm. something, which is that I think a lot of girls, and myself included when I was younger, if I had a crush on somebody, I it mattered a lot whether they had a crush on me back or oh, if they returned yeah. the feeling. Yeah. And if they didn't, I think I kind of took it as like, is there something wrong with me? Or am I pretty enough? Or, you know, what do we want to say to folks who are really focused on their value being associated with whether somebody returns the feeling? Yeah, I want to say you cannot control whether somebody likes you or not. Mm. Just in the same way you can't control whether you like someone or not. Like, I'm sure people have come up and said, hey, I really like you. And you might not feel the same way. And you can't control that. You can't just snap your fingers yeah. and make yourself have a crush on that person. So that's true. know that if somebody doesn't like you back, it doesn't mean you're not pretty enough. It doesn't mean you're not worthy. It's just something they can't control. And it's also a lot of the time, like maybe you're just not compatible. Maybe you don't have the same personalities. Like we're yeah. saying where we like the same things that yes. you can find in ourselves. Maybe you guys just aren't compatible. So yeah. there are so many factors that go into it. It does not mean you're not likable at all or you're not pretty enough or any of those things. Yeah. It just means they don't like you, but we, that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. Yeah. And you know what? We're not going to like everybody either. Exactly. Exactly. So this is really important for us to repeat. I think in this, in our show, what's so important for us is to make sure that y'all don't feel alone, yeah. that you know there's lots of people going through the same things. And Shay, you did something really cool for the Smart Girls podcast. You actually surveyed and asked your audience I and did. your fans. I did, which was such an amazing experience. To weigh experience. in with questions. Yeah. And there were thousands of there them. There were a lot. Yeah. You guys sent in <laughs> so many questions and scenarios that we could talk about. So we are going to be talking about some of them today, which yeah. I'm really excited for. We're going to bring them in with yeah. our guests and you'll see us talk about them throughout other episodes as mm-hmm. well. So I'm so excited for that. Plus, we have great experts and great guests who are going to join us to help us get some good tips and tools, a mm-hmm. little bit more advice and other yeah. perspectives on these topics. And to kick us off, we have an amazing <laughs> guest yes, today. Yes, do. I will tell you guys about her. So today our guest is Chandler Kinney. She is the sweetest human being ever. She is so talented. I met her when I was 12 and we were both on the show Lethal Weapon. Oh my God, such an amazing experience. But um, you guys may know her from the Disney Channel movies Zombies 2 and 3 and from HBO Max's Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. I cannot wait for you to meet her, Jess. I'm and so for us to talk about this with her. Let's meet her. Let's, yeah. So Chandler, I I know I am so excited to have you here to talk about crushes, which is such a hot topic. Um, and I want to ask you, do you remember your first crush? And do you mm. remember what it felt like? Mm, I think I had different levels of crushes, you know, mm, like yeah. someone that I wanted as like a really good friend. And then yeah. someone maybe I was like, oh, you know, I could really see this person, you know, in my life long term. Um, <laughs> How old were you? Do you I, remember? You know, I think my first real crush, I was definitely like in my teens. Okay. Mm. Um, I was very like focused on on school and like dance and mm-hmm. acting growing up. And so I was like, I don't have time for other people. <laughs> um, and then I like caught the bug. And I was like, wait, <laughs> this is what everybody's talking yeah. about. Um, I remember just having like what felt like to me being a very rational, you know, pragmatic or, you know, intentional person um, with everything that I did. It felt very irrational. I was like, 
why do I want to spend so much time with this person? Mm. Oh, like your you know? emotions were yeah. all over like the place. Like starting to feel a little out of control. Yeah. Good That's, crushes could do that to you. Yeah. yeah. And so that was, I think, the first thing that made me realize, wait a minute. I think I have a crush. <laughs> and then I was kind of excited about it because I felt like I was late to the party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about that actually, maybe being a little bit late to the party, not really having a first real crush until you're later in your teenage years. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pressure, especially in elementary school and yes. middle school to have a crush and to be crazy about someone because maybe a lot of your friends are. Did you ever feel that pressure? Definitely. Mm. I, you know, I remember all my friends were talking about the girls and guys and people that they were into. Yeah. And I didn't know how to navigate those those spaces. And I didn't know how to contribute to the conversation. Did you ever feel like something was wrong with you because you didn't like someone else? Totally. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I thought, well, maybe this, this feeling that everybody else is experiencing is like not for me. Yeah. And so it was, it was difficult for a bit to kind yeah. of figure out like what I wanted. And I think a lot of that really was just because I was like a really focused child and, and young teen. But then it, when it hit, it, it definitely hit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good to know too that like sometimes you don't have crushes. Yeah. At, yeah. You know, yeah. Especially at the same time that your friends are. And one of the things, I'm curious what you think about this. One of the things Shay and I really kind of bonded on when we were reading the crushes book and talking mm -hmm. about this episode was the idea that, yes, crushes are usually about obsessing of the other person yeah. or finding out that you like something about the other person, but they're great ways to learn about yourself. Like, yep. what do totally. you like? Like, are you attracted to their sense of humor? Do you totally. like their kindness? Like, what do you think your crushes, as you can think, Think back on them. What have they taught you about you? You know, I love that you brought that up because I always thought that it was really about the other person. All my focus was like, well, what are the qualities about them that I like um, that they're going to add to my life? But mm. really what I learned over time was it's mm. also about how they make you feel yeah. and the things yep. that they bring out in you. You know, I remember, I think my, my first relationship, uh, I was in my late teens. And I realized, you know, not every crush or situation with a person looks the same. Mm, you know, I thought yeah. everybody wanted the same things in a relationship. For me, like, I always love like banter. I love mm -hmm. a good sense of humor. And banter's like the back and forth the you back have. The back and right? forth and, and the fun little comments, you know, <laughs> the, you know, the, it's the fun. Flirting. Yeah, the flirting. The flirting. Yeah. I was like, can I say the yeah. flirting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I like to laugh. Mm -hmm. um, but I also realized something that was really important to me was uh, the emotional support mm -hmm. and the stability mm -hmm. that someone provides. You know, I want that consistency and it makes me feel like I can have trust with that person. Yeah. Um, and so it, it really does come down to like the, the qualities that they bring out in you. Are you yeah. happy? Yeah. Um, do you like the way that you are when you're around that person? See, because I think we spend so much time waiting for the other person to like us back as yeah. validation right. that yeah. we're good in some way. Right. And of course, we know the most vulnerable thing. You've said this a lot. The vulnerable thing about crushes is potential rejection yeah, of you not having... You don't know how they yes, feel. Right. You only know how you feel. And right. it's so scary to like go up to somebody and say, I like you. I have a crush on you because you have no idea how they're going to react. Yeah. But you said you're good at doing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I do that, say. but it's still scary. I know, like it is I still, still scary. I still have to tell myself, okay, yeah. say it out loud. Yeah. Like tell them you like them. So well, I yeah. um I'm not good at that. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm kind of a scaredy cat. I get really nervous, which yeah. is funny because I think you know a lot of the things that I do in my life they they require me to not be nervous to, to push mm. down those feelings and just you know do it have that confidence, but when it comes to like. My, my real life situations with other people, yeah. I shut down. So I have to ask you, do you have any advice <laughs> to give oh to me? Lo- I love because, the tables ooh, turned I, right now. I really need this. Like this is me personally asking you, Shay, for okay. advice. I literally just like tell myself to do it because I think you can get in your own way a lot of the time when it comes to crushes. And mm. if you really, really like someone, it's extra scary. Okay, real talk though. Do you practice before you tell somebody? No. Like, or, no? <gasps> you no. just wing it. I ah. do. Ooh. Like, I might, I might like I'm think impressed. about the scenario in which I'd like tell them like where we are, what's happening. You know, I might like daydream yeah. about that. But it kind of just... It comes down to the moment. Like, if it feels yeah. right, I'll say it. I'll say, I like you. So proud of you. That's Thank you. I think for I, me, it's mm-mm. like, when I really like someone, I don't want to wait around for them to say it. Yeah. I just want something to happen. I want something to come out of it. So if I really like someone, I'll say it. And I think that's like the best thing you can get yourself to learn how to do is like yeah. not wait around for other people. Just go and make things happen when you want them to happen. And sometimes you can keep crushes secret, right? Yeah. You, yeah. Can, yeah. you can, you know, because I think like sometimes I've had crushes, especially when I was younger. I don't know that I had the courage that Shay had. And yeah. if I did, I would definitely be a practice in the mirror type of girl. Oh, I would yeah. like, That's I would be me. doing like yeah. a play in my yeah. room. Like, you know, but I also think sometimes if we go back to like crushes teach you about what you like, you know, sometimes you can have artistic crushes. You might love somebody's mm-hmm. art. You might love somebody's, you know, as I can have friend crushes. You know, celebrity you crushes. Celebrity yeah. crushes. Crushes yeah. in yeah. all the different categories. Who's your first celebrity crush? Do you remember? Oh, I don't even know if I actually had one. And I'll Chandler tell you why. why. You and I are the same. I, yeah. Okay. What? So here's another thing. It kind of goes back to the pressure. You know, mm-hmm. I was always asked, like, what's your celebrity crush? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have an answer. And you know why? And I learned this about myself, like, later, later in my, my teens. I have found that for me to really develop like a strong crush, I need to have mm. some kind of emotional connectivity or vulnerability I fully with the agree. person. I'm the same way. Yeah. And so that kind of contributed to me thinking, oh, is there something wrong with me? I um hear you. but it really it what it really was for me was I needed to have that level of trust already established with the person mm-hmm. and and to be able to um have that that foundation of friendship first. And I think that is so important, especially when you're like really considering, I fully you know, agree. yeah, being I think that's with someone. a cool other level to what you're describing, Chandler and Shay, which is like the trust or like a friendship as being like a leading reason why you crush on somebody. Yeah. I also think when I was just comparing myself and thinking, I think my celebrity crushes were about like fantasies because yeah. I also, yeah. but I also grew up in a time and a space where I didn't have as much access. Well, there was no internet. Let me just age myself there. <laughs> and I didn't have access to learn things about the other person outside yeah. of magazines. But I do feel like, I think that's a cool way to decide between like the crush you could develop on somebody you really know right. versus the crush you develop up on someone you might see you know that you don't know yeah they're completely different levels they totally. are mm-hmm. and, and all are okay you yeah. know and, and there's fun in all of it you yeah. know 
So can we talk about kind of the elephant in the room, though, with crushes that we tiptoed around a little bit, which is like, you have the courage to say that you have a crush on somebody. I, but- I want to quickly say, I didn't always have okay. that courage. Okay. Like, I, it's definitely come over the years of right, me we being more confident. But, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but, but what about like the crushing feeling of not having <sighs> that yeah. crush returned yeah. or yeah like liking somebody and then hearing that they don't yeah feel the same way mm-hmm. i think we should talk about rejection for a minute yeah oh. <laughs> full body chill <laughs> i know we're all like yeah. oh yeah. you know yeah rejection is it can definitely be tough you know especially if you i'm someone that works things up in my mind mm-hmm. and have you know i have a tendency to romanticize things yeah. yep. and get caught up in the fantasy of it all and then you're there in the reality and you've expressed your feelings and they may be like oh <laughs> don't feel the same don't way buddy this is awkward. Um, You know, in those moments in in my life, that's when I really take a period of time to focus on myself. I get really wrapped up in things and I'm a very emotional, passionate person. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, But sometimes that means that when that when that rejection happens, it hurts. Yeah. yeah. And so I take time to look internally, you know, maybe have a couple self-care nights, um, you know, whatever that may be. Just take care of all your take feelings. Take care yeah. of all my feelings. Yes. And honor what you're feeling too. Don't just like Make shove space. it away immediately. And also to applaud yourself for taking the chance and saying that you like them. Like for me, if I've ever been rejected, I'm still proud of myself that I, I went out there and I said, hey, I like you. Because that is a really vulnerable, scary thing like we were saying. So I yeah. think like, even no matter what the circumstances yeah. are, you can still applaud yourself for putting yourself out there and yeah. trying. Totally. And feeling it. Like yeah. all, sometimes this isn't even right about the other person as we said. Totally. It's like yeah. you, you're figuring out what you like in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, also let's talk about how you can reject I was somebody gonna say else that. in a yeah. good boundaried way. Yeah. Because right. I will say this. I think girls oftentimes are afraid to be really clear yeah. about that. They always kind of leave the door open. Oh, thanks. Maybe late. You know, I feel yep. like we should. I've done that. I think <laughs> we veer on the on the verge of being polite when right. that's not really what we mean. Mm-hmm. So right. how do we do that? That's a great question. I think, you know, you mentioned boundaries. Yep. Boundaries are key, um, especially if you want to have a friendship with that person in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have always just been really honest about how yeah. I'm feeling. And that honesty can be difficult to express sometimes, especially if you're the one having to do the rejecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I but I think it's important to handle that moment properly when it happens. Yeah. Or else you're opening the door to a whole lot of mess in the future that you're inevitably going to have to take care of at yeah. one point and make signals as yeah. you as you mentioned. Yeah. What do you think? What could be like I let's maybe try on a good boundaried decline, I should say, of somebody. So if somebody okay. were to say to you, hey, Shay, do you want to go out with me? <laughs> I, you know, yeah, there I, you go. I, Let's just, role play I this. saw you in action. <laughs> Shay, I saw you from afar. You know, we have science class together and I think you're really cool and smart and I like you. <laughs> okay, the way I would handle yeah. this, which I've also had to do before because okay. I was everybody, I think, is I usually would say, you are an amazing person. I really, really value our friendship. I think you're incredible and I'm so flattered, but I just don't have those same feelings about you in that same way. I really like you as a person and as a friend, 
but I don't have romantic feelings. I think that's the way you say How's it. How's that feel, Chandler? <laughs> I'm already getting nervous. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, rejection is not always fun. But it's you know what? Fun. But you saying that and very being kind. honest. Yeah. Very kind. And clear. And clear. Yeah. And that's important. That's it really is. important. And it honors your feelings, mm-hmm. but it's also respectful to the other person. It's, yeah, it's not I saying, really I think important. you're really well, weird. I don't right? want to go. Like, or, you or don't do that. No, the worst is like laughing with your friends or ignoring that person. Like we do want to think of the other person's feelings. Yeah. Because they're in a very vulnerable position, you know? Mm -hmm. But also I really like the, I like having sort of the clothes that you had, right? Being specific. I don't feel the same way. Thank you so much. Like it's okay to state what you prefer Mm -hmm. as a girl. Right. It's okay to say what you want, say what you like. And you should. And you yeah. should do it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I also want to say, if you do it the opposite way and you say, oh, I don't really know how I feel. Like maybe, maybe later. Or like if you're yeah. trying to break up with someone and you're like, I don't know. Like if you're not clear, then like Chandler was just saying, you have to deal with it later down the line because they're right. going to assume what they want. They're, so, they're going to assume that you still want to be with them. Of course. That, you know, so it's like, if you lead them on, it makes it so much worse. Okay, we have to go to some of the questions from Shay's yes. Um, yes. community because this, there was a lot there. So let oh, me just I'm throw excited. a couple our way. So here's some like complicated parts of, um, <laughs> these are some complicated parts of crushes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, oh, this is a good one. Let's go back, Chandler, to talking about mixed signals. So somebody said, right. I'm getting mixed signals. I'm not sure if he likes me back. Should I just tell him how I feel first? So if mm. you are not sure uh, what they're feeling, like, do you think you should be the first one to say something? And we've kind of talked about that yeah, a little yeah. bit, but what would you do? I don't think there's anything wrong with being the first one. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes there's a pressure, especially for young girls to feel like you have to wait for the other person mm-hmm. to decide how they're feeling. Um, but I love, you know, taking agency and taking charge sometimes and mm-hmm. just putting all my cards out on the table and seeing what happens. And I think there's value in that for yourself, too, because then you're not stuck in limbo. You know, you're not trying to figure out or, you know, feeling like you have your your life on pause, mm. waiting for this other person to yeah. figure out how yeah. they're feeling. You know, sometimes yeah. I think it's best to just take the power and, and the control into your hands. I agree. Okay, here's a definitely more complicated one. I like the same guy as my best friend and she doesn't know. What should I do? I would talk to your friend first. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I say protect the friendship because mm-hmm. guys and romantic interests come and go. Right. But I feel like friends last a really, really long time if it's a good, healthy friendship. So I would say talk it out with your friend first. Make sure that you guys are on the same page about whatever you decide happens, whether yeah. you decide that one of you guys can go because you have stronger feelings or whatever you guys decide. If you both drop the guy and you you don't deal with him <laughs> anymore, talk to your friend. Agreed. Yeah, I love that. Like that. That yeah. was, I would just retweet that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think communication is super important. Mm-hmm. So one other um, last thing, uh, another question kind of in this world is, um, you know, this kind of goes back to you both saying like, you know, what if you're not developing crushes at the same time as your friends? What if you have a crush on somebody and you're afraid to tell your friends who you have a crush on? Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. they're, from, I don't know, they're from a different friend group or Mm. you think you're going to get judged, period, by who you have a crush on. Do you take the risk and tell your friends about that or do you keep the crush to yourself? I don't know if there's a right answer here. You know, I think it it goes back to um, really checking in with yourself and seeing how you're feeling. If you feel that, that, you know, emotional safety with your friends and, and, 
knowing that you can open up in that way, then go for it, you know? But also if it's something, if you're not even clear about how you're feeling, yeah, if you're figuring you, it out, if mm-hmm. you're figuring it out, there's nothing wrong with taking time yeah. to just sit with those feelings and mm-hmm. they may grow or they may fade away. They may, yeah. And, you know, they may change into something else. You never know. And so I think there's not really a clear answer. Just check in with yourself, show up for yourself the ways that you need to be and and you're not going to go wrong. Love it. Yeah. All right. Last question. I think this will be fun for both of you to answer. Maybe okay. I'm trying to, which is like, what is the number one or two, if you can't pick one, crush worthy attribute in a person for you? Oh. oh, my God. Wait. Oh, I will say emotional availability and vulnerability. Yeah. And what I mean by that is someone who is is not giving mixed signals. You know, usually if I'm in that situation, I wait. I know I said earlier, like, just go for it. Maybe that's the the person I wish I could be. That was me telling myself, just go for it, girl. But, you know, but as you mentioned, there's nothing wrong with waiting. Mm -hmm. Um, But if someone is giving me clear signals, it's all green flags ahead, then then yeah, I mean, I feel really safe. I feel really Mm. comfortable. And that just uh, allows the space for my crush to grow. So that Mm. is one thing for me. Mm -hmm. That is a really good answer. I (laughs) want to say same, but Mm. just genuine kindness. That's always been something when people are like, oh, what's your type? Like, who would you want to date? I'm like, they just need to be kind. They need to be a really nice human being through and through. Not just like surface level kind. And then they're a little bit mean underneath. Like really just a nice person. Mm. And I feel like that shows up in so many ways, like how they treat you, how they treat other people, what their sense of humor is, mm-hmm. you know, like they just yeah. be a nice person. Someone and I'll like you. Someone that you can trust. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, totally. Someone I, I can totally feel comfortable agree. around. Yeah. All my friends know that like almost at the top of my list is wittiness, yeah. which I think is yeah. a combination of that, that intellect yep. and humor. Yep. I think mm-hmm. that together is just... See? Love it. Chandler, we're so happy you were here with us today. Aww, thank yeah. you for helping thank us all so through through this conversation. Mm-hmm. This was awesome. Thank you so much. I, I feel like I can go out in the world and, and handle my crushes a little bit better. Tell now. them you like them. I'm yeah. going to just be straightforward. <laughs> I love her. Me too. I'm I'm genuinely so happy yeah. that we got to have her for this episode. That was a really fun conversation. Yeah. So many takeaways. What's top of your mind? Um, okay. I think one of the really big ones that I want to emphasize again, um, is just that it's okay to not have a crush in every single moment of your life. And even though sometimes your friends might all have crushes on people and it might be like the main topic of conversation when you're hanging out with other people, you don't have to have a crush too. Mm. And you don't have to feel like anything's wrong with you if you don't have a crush on someone. I love that. You guys gave such great advice. You know, we talked a lot about having courage or telling somebody (laughs) how you feel. I think something that came up for me as I was listening to you both was that moment of like, and it's okay to keep your crushes to yourself. That if a crush is there to teach you about you also, not just about the other person, then you don't have to tell the world when you have a crush on somebody. There was so much good advice there. There's so much good advice in this book, And I want to talk about this part of the book because we talked about mixed signals and like what happens if you're (laughs) not sure. And there is actually a part of this book called Reading the Signs, Mm. which is amazing. This book says, I really like this one guy. And just about every time he sees me, he gives me this long, not mean stare. (laughs) Is this a good or bad thing? (laughs) What do you think? Like, how would you read that if you liked somebody? And then when they look at you, they're kind of 
staring at you, but <laughs> okay, you don't that, know if they you know, like you or not. That is a really tough one because I think sometimes <laughs> stares can come off as really judgmental. But oh. other times when you're staring at someone is because you just can't stop looking at them because you do like them. So I feel like you kind of have yeah. to maybe pause and look at the moment and if you stare back and they kind of like glance away and get nervous or like if they smile at you then that's a good sign but if they stare and kind of like give a little like look up and down and it feels a little mean then maybe that's not not a great thing so trust your gut yeah trust your gut and look at the (laughs) other things that are around the stare how they react so well the advice you're you're right on the money and the (laughs) advice that they give in the book is really interesting because it just Mm. says you know if you're curious find a reason to talk to them yeah see then if Totally. The stare translates into a conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if it feels creepy, trust that too, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you want to know what that's about. But this is the part we've talked about. It is vulnerable to it's like somebody. So scary. It is. Yeah. And, and when we say yeah. vulnerable, we mean you're opening yourself up. And mm-hmm. that's what vulnerability feels like. And we know that can be really tender. And we, yeah. you know, we don't want to get our hearts broken. But here's the reality: we will get our hearts broken in this life. Eventually. And we yeah. will break other people's hearts. Yeah. It happens. It does. The best part about learning about this and, uh, you know, stuff we want to talk about on the show is how to be as graceful and kind and compassionate as possible mm-hmm. with your feelings and, and other people's else's, yeah. other people's feelings. Yeah. I love that so much. So everyone's experience is going to be different and it's all okay. So between like the who likes who and mixed signals and there's so many good things in this book. I'm telling you, even revisiting this now and I'm like, (laughs) I'm an old married lady and I'm like loving this book. So today was such an awesome opportunity to introduce this topic that we know lots of people are dealing with. Yeah, and explore all the different ways that crushes come up because there really are so many different ways. I know, there really are. We're so grateful that y'all are listening to the Smart Girls podcast with Shay and Jess. If you're an adult or a parent listening with the Smart Girl in your life, you can find the Smart Girls podcast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube and YouTube Kids. Follow the Smart Girls podcast so you don't miss an episode. 